Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From UFOs to psychic powers and government conspiracies, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. A production of iHeartRadio. Hello, welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. My name's Noel. They call me Ben. We're joined, as always, with our super producer, Paul Mission Control Deccant. Most importantly, you are you, you are here, and that makes this the stuff they don't want you to know. It's the top of yet another strange, bizarre, troubling, and joyful week, which is why we are here. Coming to you live-ish from uh, the metropolis of Atlanta, Georgia, with some strange news. The things that don't always make it into the Western headlines or the things that don't get explored, perhaps, the way they should. Uh, Today, we're going to learn that Amazon is snitching. Uh, We're going to learn that there is a, a bit of heistery going down in Los Angeles. The rumors are true. The stuff we talked about earlier, uh, robot dogs are getting guns mounted on them in Eastern Europe. That's a thing now. And uh, also we're going to learn about an alleged super soldier program. Of those, Ben, which one was the joyful one? You promised us joyful at the top of the show. Is it maybe yeah. the guns mounted on the dogs that shoot bees out of their mouths? Is that the jo- maybe? I don't know. Yeah. You're leaning into the bee thing. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if the bee technology is there yet, but you know. It's okay. It's coming. Dare to dream. It's coming. Yeah, Usually sure. if we predict something bad as a possibility, it tends to happen, which is a strange is thing about the show. How is that bad, guys? We need to help the bees. They need to repopulate. If we could somehow get bees Colony inside the mouths of robo dogs, yeah. then uh, that's mm-hmm. a solution, I think. And I back think in two thousand right. back in two thousand eight, when we were still doing a blog. Uh, I had pointed out neonicotinoids are indeed bad for bees, which was treated as an unfounded conspiracy until it turned out it was 100% true. And speaking of things that turn out to be 100% true after being dismissed as conspiratorial thought, um, 
Amazon. Hey! Big data, big online situations with lots of access to the innermost secrets of people's habits and lives. Mm. Um, I like to call it Big Daddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think that's data. right. Cambridge Analytica may take issue, but you know we're we're focusing. We're going to give Amazon their uh, infamous flowers today. Uh, we've talked about this extensively. Matt Noel and I were um, on a on a friend show, Alien State, with our pal MJ earlier, and we were talking a little bit about tech conspiracies, like the long denied but often anecdotally confirmed belief that your phone listens to you and takes that data and farms it out into targeted ads, et cetera, et cetera. The terms of service for a lot of these companies and apps, Amazon included, anything you download on your phone, honestly, uh, they all have some sort of PR language that is about how your information is managed. And um, well, it's Amazon, legal language, right? Legal language, yes, yeah, legal language. Uh, I would say purposely obscure and obtuse. Um, Amazon, which unbelievably used to just be an online bookstore, uh, now has its fingers or tentacles in multiple pies of uh, Western society. And you know, a while back we talked about those uh, the digital cameras. This basically closed circuit cameras that are now available to households across the world. Yeah, yeah. Back in last year in June, we talked about the mesh network, right? That right. Amazon was putting together with with Ring and Echo. So the whole concept that everyone who owns one of these machines would be connected if you wanted to, unless you opted out, actually. That was the thing. You had to opt out. It was just going to happen. Wasn't that sort of like creating like a Wi-Fi hotspot like that you were not necessarily you, – you were contributing to, sort of like crowdsourcing, like well, public it was, internet? Yeah. Wasn't that- it was a, it was, yeah, it was a mesh network. So they would all work together Ooh. in a thing called Sidewalk. or uh, There's a new thing called Sidewalk what Bridge was. Pro, mm-hmm. and uh, it's still happening. It's still occurring. But today we're, we're going to talk about a story that is about – ring again about these cameras that everybody is putting up on the front of their houses and the side of their houses and the back of their houses, sometimes inside their houses. Um, and, uh, and what access third parties have to that data, to those uh, video and audio recordings. So we're going to jump to a story that came out of Politico very recently as of the 13th of July title is, Amazon gave ring videos to police without owner's permission. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Okay. So, well, maybe, so as we said, maybe tell, tell the folks what ring is, right? Yeah, exactly. So ring is a company that was purchased by Amazon acquired, if you will. And this <laughs> is a company that builds doorbells that have cameras in them and smart devices that connect to your home mm. to provide mostly security, but also, you know, just other kinds of helpful activities of helpful things you can do in your house. Full disclosure, I just got my ring set up uh, going yesterday and I went on the porch to do something and I got a notification that someone was on my porch and it was me and it was mm-hmm. a picture of me looking quite foolish. Uh, so I'm just, just now getting my head around this technology. It's cool, but it's also super weird. Just in your boxers with a, a cup of coffee? Mm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's what we'll, we'll call it, a cup of coffee. Yeah. Oh, if only I had a ring on my door. The things... Things the police would see. Um, well, okay, so Noel, <laughs> the police aren't necessarily looking at that footage, thankfully, but they are looking at footage when some kind of public safety issue occurs in a place where that camera can see, right? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Or just in a basic yes. geographic location where where it's thought that perhaps that camera would have caught something, right? Either ingress mm-hmm. or egress or whatever it may be within a certain radius. Now, as, as creepy as it sounds, the concept of your local police department or maybe even some kind of federal agency being able to access your front door <laughs> and the, mm-hmm. anyone that comes and goes from it, anything that happens out in front of it, any car that drives by, any car that drives up and parks. Uh, this is, you know, generally personal information that we don't want spread everywhere. We maybe don't even want the authorities to know about. Well, it sounds really scary. Thankfully... We're going to throw a little bit of water on it because it's only occurred 11 times so far in 2022, as of a couple days ago. 
That's at mm-hmm. least according to a statement from Amazon. But that is 11 times that you know, if, if you were one of the people, you would have no idea. And Amazon, the company that owns that doorbell, just sent some footage to a police and officer somewhere. Doesn't have to legally tell you. Mm-mm. I believe Mm-mm. they're not they're not breaking a law. This, this is a fun one for our fellow conspiracy realists uh, in the audience today who work in any form of uh, cybersecurity, right? Any kind of tech security, because I see into you. Folks, I I know based on many conversations that one way to figure out who's really about their business and the cybersecurity stuff is to look at their house and how analog the tech is there. It's like the more people learn about cybersecurity, the less likely they are to have things like uh, Google Home or an Alexa or a Ring. Um, Oh, yeah. Is it is this opt outable or no? It depends. This kind of thing occurs when Amazon or Ring or, you know, whatever, whichever part of the company is handling it, uh, when they are approached by law enforcement officers to get specific footage for a specific date at a specific time. And Mm -hmm. that is when it occurs. And that's the only time that Amazon says, at least, that they've released that kind of footage in this manner. Otherwise, police are working with uh, everybody that owns a Ring through an app called neighbors it's a nice Aww. sounding app right just, but it's sure. just Sorry. So i'm only saying this because i <laughs> right i literally got a notification it's within the ring app neighbors yes and you do yes. kind of have to opt in but i literally got a notification having never opted in at all saying some somebody found a dog in their backyard in in Ooh. my area um yeah so that was weird Man, you're giving yeah. me all kinds of things to think about. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we'll check it out. Through neighbors, often people will just post their videos or share their ring footage of like an occurrence, you know, a strange person walking in the neighborhood at 2.45 a.m. caught on my ring camera, right? We've we've Ooh. seen that kind of post before. We've heard about that kind of thing. Um Uh, Whether it's positive or negative is up to the circumstance, because maybe there was somebody really suspicious walking around and something occurred. There's a break in in a car, but maybe it was just somebody walking home. Uh, That's why this kind of crowdsourcing can be dangerous. Maybe it's a member of Congress because facial recognition (laughs) sure seems to confuse them. Uh, with active criminals, at least in what was it, Politico say at least twenty eight cases. Yes, yeah, yes. it's just it's not a hundred percent there. I do think, just as a note, we have to talk a little bit about the expectation of privacy in the figurative public square. Amazon and Ring are required to comply with stuff like emergency requests and subpoenas. So think about this: what if there is a carjacking and the thief drives the stolen vehicle through your street right through your neighborhood and your your ring somehow picks it up or maybe even gets the license number which is weird to think about with the placement of the camera but in that case would that not be doing a public good uh in terms of expectation of privacy a good rule of thumb is if it's something people can see happening at the front of your house from a public space like the street, it's kind of up for grabs. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to, that's a really good way to think about it. You're not wrong, Ben. It's just, I think because the camera is like attached to personal property, there's this concept that that camera is, you know, a part of that personal property. And even if it is shooting footage in a public space, that doesn't matter because the camera is mine. <laughs> right, guess, right, right. <laughs> Such a matter of perception. You, you just put it beautifully, Matt, because I also think by, and I'm not playing devil's advocate. We're just, we're playing with this idea like a Rubik's cube, but yep. uh, think about it in these terms. By that logic, then, could we not say, nobody can look at my door. You're walking by, <laughs> don't look at my door. Put your eyes off my porch. Peasant, well, th- you know, that's that's why we have gates, giant freaking gates. gates and fences. Uh, I mean, look at a look at a house anywhere, wherever you live, a house that looks like it's worth a million dollars. I'm just saying looks like it's worth a million dollars, maybe twelve million dollars. 
there's a, probably a big gate. Uh, there's probably a huge fence, a privacy Ooh. fence, <laughs> to make sure you, know you can't look say, at my uh, door. What, what do they say? Like fences make good neighbors or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Robert Frost um, has a great poem about it. About, <laughs> mm-hmm. about fences and neighbors? No, no. I'm totally not. If it's a joke, it's accidental <laughs> on my part. Robert Robert Frost is... I mean, sometimes hype can be your best enemy, but he's he's talented. Hated people from the South, by the way. That was one of his things. So, oh, wow. Anyway. Well, okay. So let's jump back into this. So right now, according to Amazon, at least their official statements, video from a ring system will not be shared with local authorities, law enforcement, or police unless it is shared publicly, like on that neighbor's app, right? Then, then... It can be up for grabs because you know who else uses the neighbor's app? Law enforcement agencies. <laughs> oh. All over the United States. <laughs> there is a map. It's called the Active Agency Map. If you click on this link, it takes a second to load, but there's a down below it says Active Agency Map, and you can zoom in. And Ooh. if you go to Atlanta, Zoom all the way down in there. You can see all the different local law enforcement agencies that are directly connected to the neighbors app where they Mm. operate and everybody's doing it guys. Yeah. And this is important. Uh, This is shout out to that podcast. Uh, This, this is important to note that the map that you're bringing up here, Matt is not a third party thing. No, this is on rings official site. Yes, exactly. A quick look at what you will see if you zoom in to your neck of the woods, folks. Uh, you'll see a map very much like a, a Google Maps or something. And there are icons indicating the specific first responders and law enforcement using the map. Now, Matt, here uh, I am I am right over Metro Atlanta and surrounding areas. And primarily what I'm seeing uh, in the ITP <laughs> part, of the, <laughs> part of the city is, uh, is a mix between police departments and then fire rescue, uh, which, mm-hmm. by the way, fire and emergency services, I agree with that. If there's a right? building burning, get on it. Do it now. Dude, or someone having a, a health emergency, like on the street in a cul-de-sac or just, you know, out mm-hmm. on, you know, 14th Street or something like if there was a ring there and a fire department or first responder could see that, that could be hugely helpful. And if there's a zebra be- loose. That happened. <laughs> that happened a while back. Yeah. Uh, Grant Park, look out. Um, but, <laughs> you know, if you look at Decatur, Knoll, or like one of these other places in kind of East mm-hmm. Atlanta, a little bit where I am. Um, when you're getting just towards the outside of the perimeter, you can just see that every one of these agencies is using, using neighbors. Every PD. Yeah. Matt, I I know where this is going, right? Um, Surely Amazon has said something about this. Have they? Oh, they have. They have. And this all started because Senator Markey, Senator Ed Markey from Massachusetts, the fight in mass, he sent a letter to Amazon asking very specific information about what can be shared when somebody owns a ring camera, what can't be shared, just asking very specific questions. And then Amazon replied. And that's how we know about the 11 instances of, you know, video being shared. Amazon's reply also says, I'm going to read this from the Politico article, quote, police can't view recordings unless clips are posted publicly or shared directly with police though that doesn't apply to police subpoenas and emergency requests. So if the police specifically subpoenas for footage within a certain radius because of an event that might go without your understanding or knowledge, or if there's some kind of emergency request, and I don't know exactly what that entails, it says this, uh, this information can be shared without a user's consent. This letter, the one that, was in a response to Ed Markey. It's the first time the company has ever confirmed that it's handed over information without an owner's consent. So, I mean, if you think about the typical like detective work kind of version of this, you know, you you think, oh, this uh, security camera that belongs to this privately owned 
business, you know, a gas station or whatever, uh, likely caught something. You usually have to go in and haggle with the, you know, the owner and, 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 and hopefully the tapes haven't been erased because they only have one tape in the machine that's like antiquated. That'd be the typical way you would go about it. And then you could obviously subpoena that information, but you would have to, you know, alert the individual that was happening because it would have to have, be turned over with their cooperation. Now it's all in the cloud and can be taken from you without you even knowing it was used. Is that the long and short of it? I mean, it can be right now it's in, you know, it's not happening often at all compared to the number of rings that are active at all times. Right. Mm-hmm. But it can happen d- depending on the events that take place near you, I guess. Amazon's snitching. Uh, but also the, uh, there is a bit of a conundrum here, which is first in defense of this company and others like it ring the subsidiary specifically uh they do not really have a legal right to turn down types of uh law enforcement requests but the tricky part of that conundrum the reason it's a dilemma is because those companies don't really have any meaningful incentive to fight back against that kind of policy like why why would they make a stink with Johnny Law when it can just be business as usual because 99% of the time customers don't read terms of service it's true hmm. hey guys from the support.ring.com website this isn't part of an FAQ can local public safety agencies i love how they call them public safety agencies mhm see the location of my house and or camera when they use the neighbors app. And it says neighbors does not share the addresses at which any devices are located unless you post it on the neighbors app or share a video recording in response to a quote request for assistance post from a public safety organization. Uh, Guys, this is a thing that happens. It becomes our consent every time a little one mm. step further down our consent. So mm. we as users can post our video content to neighbors. Then it can be, once it's there, it's public. It can be accessed by public safety officers or public safety officers can make one of those requests that they said, a uh, request for assistance. And mm. then you can post it again. And again, it's your consent. You make it happen. You choose to do it, which could be a really good thing. You're helping solve a crime potentially, or depending on how you feel about it, you're just contributing to the over-policing of everyone at all times. <laughs> One of the big questions that I'm sure uh, comes to a lot of our fellow audience members today is what, what else can law enforcement do with this footage? How does this work out in, say, a small town with a known corruption problem? Small town corruption is very difficult to root out. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like getting the smell of fox urine out of something. Um, weirdly wow. specific <laughs> reference. Yeah. Yes, indeed. But I've, I've learned a lot recently about fox urine. But the, um, like the, the question is where, I, I love the point you're making about the erosion of consent here, Matt. Um, the, but the question then becomes, is it conceivable that one day law enforcement could gain the right not just to access footage? But to remove it, that can't happen right now, from what I understand. But it's not a it's not a bridge that's too far away. No, man. It's a bridge pro from Amazon. (laughs) It's a bridge pro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, hey, we've spent enough time on this. Good luck to you and everyone else. Uh, Hopefully our ring cameras are going to be fine. Good luck, Noel, to you specifically. Thank you kindly. I'll report back. Yes, we'll report back with more strange news. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. 
with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you solve the world's biggest mysteries or take on alien life. At least not the ones you're thinking of. But they can help take care of pesky invaders in your home. Like the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, and the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know true crime, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. And we're back with more strange news. This one is kind of exciting, fellas. It's been a while since we've heard about a real old-fashioned heist. Um, You know, like Ocean's Eleven style. They're like, you know... Like the Wild Bunch, where I don't know what they were doing in the Wild Bunch. I just know it was very violent. They obviously were trying to steal something. It had to have been. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not something that, that really crosses uh, our radar very often these days. And you'd think it's because of the kind of nanny state stuff that, that Matt was talking about in the last story. How do you get away with stuff like this? You know, and this are are always on uh, everywhere you look surveillance, um, you know, kind of world. Uh, it's a good question. I, I think the answer is, well, it, it doesn't happen as much as maybe it did. Or maybe it never really happened that much in the first place. Ben is the uh, always uh, quick to point out how um, it's not a very good business model robbing banks. It takes a lot more effort and risk uh, than you could possibly be rewarded for. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do check out uh, the Brain Stuff video from uh, my Brain Stuff days. I did a deep dive into the economics being a professional bank robber and just like the economics of being a corner boy slinging dime bags out in the street uh, you will be surprised to learn how much work you have to do for how little actual money in addition there's no insurance Uh, you know you don't really get vacation days bank robbery itself is pretty tough because uh, a lot of people want you know end up getting a crew when they're professionals and you have to divide that up Uh, but yeah just go to it's something like don't rob banks on uh, on brain stuff. Thanks for it's the good shout advice. Out, it's fascinating. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's good advice. Even just not not you know logistically uh, and 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 uh, economically speaking, it's probably just not a great idea uh, for a thing to do. Better ways to use your time. But uh, if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna go, go large. Uh, and by large, I think that is exactly what we see here in this um, armored truck robbery that took place on July 11th in the wee hours of the morn between around two and two thirty a.m. Around eighty miles 
outside of Los Angeles. Sheriff's deputies responded to a uh, what's being described by the uh, the um, Brinks Armored Truck Company and the uh, associated insurance providers as a loss incident. <laughs> It's just about the least sexy way of referring to a, uh, a thrilling heist that I could possibly imagine. But, you know, these organizations all have their terms. Um, so we don't know much about, like, how this actually went down. But we do know that the Brinks truck was transporting a cache of gems, jewelry, loose diamonds, all sorts of pieces uh, from one gem show to another. Um, it was going to the International Gem and Jewelry Show in San Mateo, uh, which is just a little bit south of San Francisco in Northern California. Um, this truck was driven by two armed guards who were employees of the uh, the Brinks company. Uh, they walked away from um, their their charge, I guess, presumably to get a slushie or you know, maybe a, a red bull or some rooster booster uh, to keep them awake. Um, you know, this is the middle of the night and they're, you know, obviously on a deadline. Um, and the way it's described by the hill, uh, dot com is they returned uh, from their snack uh, run and uh, they found that their cargo had been stolen, which I don't know if I buy. Like, like, I mean, that would require some pretty gross negligence uh, or some very, very crafty and cunning, you know, um, breaking and entering. But um, I would have pictured it more as like, you know, one of those things where you, you, you head off, you block off their path forward and pull guns, and then and, and, and presumably there's masks involved of, of who knows what variety, Halloween perhaps, uh, William Shatner, you know, maybe a good old-fashioned ski uh, mask. Um, but no, this just makes it sound like these dudes went in to get some, some donuts and coffee or whatever and came back and whoops, it's gone. Um, the director of the jewelry show, Brandy Swanson, gave a statement to the Associated Press saying that between 25 and 30 bags were taken from the truck uh, and that uh, around 18 different vendors were affected. Uh, I also saw it on the New York Times as having been two large footlockers, each weighing 100 pounds apiece. Um, and here's the funny part. Maybe not funny. I don't know. It depends on who you ask, I guess. The estimates of the value of the stolen goods is, uh, depending on who you ask, again, uh, between 10, 20, 50, and even $100 million. Mm, Pretty big disparity. And the the 10 figure comes from, surprise, surprise, the Brinks Armored Truck Company, who, you know, are uh, technically on the hook for this stuff to a degree. I'm not, I, I wanted to, to, to ask you guys what you thought about this, and I'd love to do a little more research myself, but it's like, surely insurance plays a huge part in this. Um, I saw in one uh, report that the vendors for these types of things, they don't insure the goods for their full sale price or their full wholesale price when they're being transported, instead relying on the security offered by the armored truck company, who uh, a spokesperson uh, from that company said that they believe the items in the truck were, they weren't insured for any more than $10 million. So uh, the, while they, they, they do assure the parties affected would be getting um, reimbursed for that amount, all of this twenty, fifty to a hundred million dollars talk is absolutely absurd. Pretty wild, yeah. It was Dana Callahan, uh, who's a spokesperson for Brinks. Um, and she said, according to the information the customers provided to us before they shipped their items, the total value of the missing items is less than $10 million. We are working with law enforcement, and we will fully reimburse our customers for the value of their assets that were stolen in accordance. Here's the part that I wanted to check with you guys on with the terms of our contract. So you think, guys, that when you know an armored truck company like that provides their service, there's almost an FDIC kind of like, you know, guarantee in place if you show stuff with us. Yeah, kind yeah. of. It said that it was a term of the contract, so it obviously varies depending on the, you know, the the job. Right. We may yeah, very we may have to send something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we may have to send something via armored truck just to get a look just at one of see. those contracts. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know a guy. Um, so <laughs> uh, you raise a really important point here, and I'm so glad uh, to see this to see this highlighted. We will fully reimburse our customers for the value of their assets that were stolen. That'd be fine if the sentence ends there. But mm-hmm. it says, in accordance with the terms of our contract. And that that sticks out to me because that is basically a long-form version of an asterisk. 
you know, right. asterisks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, without seeing the terms of the contract, um, we can't say for sure if it's similar to FDIC. FDIC laws don't have a minimum guaranteed safety. They have a maximum guaranteed yes. safety. So if they get to, I, I don't know, man, fine jewelry and gemstones, it's so crooked uh, or the opportunities for corruption are so big. If I lost something and I knew it was worth probably 10 to $12 million, but I knew I could make a solid case that it was more like 20 million, then of course you would do that. That's human nature. It, it makes That's me right. think, it makes me think too, it still lives uh, rent-free in my head as the internet used to say. I still think of one of the episodes on Jeffrey Epstein when I found out all the stuff that was in his safe during the raid and he just had a he just had loose diamonds, which is like yeah. the most billionaire creepy thing ever. You know, he had like some passports, he had some uh some cash, and then just loose diamonds in case. So I'm saying that well, to admit my bias that I may be totally unfairly seeing corruption where there might not necessarily be corruption involved just because jewelry is in the mix. No, I'm with you, man, uh, for sure. And also, like, it's, it's just it's a trope. I mean, you see uh, loose diamonds used as a very compact way of moving large quantities of wealth. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. way smaller and easier to, to hide. You can hide it in a sock, whereas, like, cash, you got to have, like, duffel bags or suitcases. That stuff, you know, takes up space. Um, but another interesting point here is the notion, you know, of value in general. Like, I always, whenever I see stories like this, um, I'm always just a little bit thrown by how much value we assign to these shiny objects that are like not good for anything. Uh, mm. I know we talked about this in our discussion of De Beers and you know blood diamonds and all that stuff. It's just mm-hmm. an inherent weird flaw, I would argue, in human beings that we just at some point on our basic levels are really just animals that like shiny things. Um, I just don't get it. It's never going to be something that I'm going to understand. Um, mm-hmm. and, and just, you know, and I, and it's sad because I mean, a lot of these, uh, vendors are smaller mom and pop sellers. So it could be in their family. Uh, and they, you know, do these gem shows. Um, but this could have been their entire livelihood, you know, yeah. dumped into these precious rocks. But I don't know what y'all think about just the, the, the inherent, weird nature of value when it comes to things like this. I am on record for years uh, expounding on this. So anything I say is going to be very familiar to long-term listeners, and I hope you agree. Uh, You can get a look at the arbitrary nature of value, currency, money, fiat currency, uh, by just just hop on your browser of choice and look into the weird things that have been used as currency or signifiers of value across human history. We're talking huge rocks for some reason. We're talking peppercorns, different kinds of spices, and of course, uh, living things like uh, cattle and people from disadvantaged uh, tribes, uh, rival tribes or disadvantaged communities. Uh, there is, again, Years ago, and I'll say it because I'm still waiting for a good response on this. Years ago, I asked what the difference was between an economy as envisioned today and a religion. And to date, uh, there hasn't been a really solid objective mm. distinction between the two. So I'm, I'm with you as well. Uh, said it earlier, um, so much of human experience is just the stories they tell themselves from your own identity. What you, what you mean when you say me, all the way to the idea of value and what should have value ascribed to it. Well, well and now we're obviously seeing that writ large with all this NFT and, and, and cryptocurrency uh, shenanigans. You know, at least we know precious gems are hard to get, you know, that, that in and of itself implies a sort of value, but like bored apes and like, you know, crypto punks or whatever. Uh, that is just a, uh, the next yeah. level of weird uh, assignings of, uh, of value. Guys, I feel like we're missing a major part of the story, and I just I want to bring it up. I have to. Why did both security guards, if there are only two guards present, why did both of them go into a yeah. store or leave the Sketch. truck? 
super like, sketch. It's a very good point, Matt. I, 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 and again, I feel like the story isn't complete. I feel like yeah. that doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. Even if they were gone, that's like moments. And, and how? And unless it was an inside job, how do they like crack into this this armored truck? You know, these Dude. things are like severely difficult to to break into. I have personally seen many a drop off and pick up with several different armored car, armored truck agencies, and never once have I seen the driver get out of the, or at least one person not remain in a car when the other person goes in to do the drop off or pick up. Not, never have I seen that. I don't care what time it is. Like, it feels like that's just against protocol and that's not what should happen. I think we need to look at an inside job situation here. I'm just saying, no offense to individual drivers. Maybe you didn't do anything, but we should at least investigate it. I'm with you. I'm with you. These are good questions. Uh, And it really is just something that kind of brings up a lot of other, um, you know, little (laughs) weird conversations around this kind of thing. But similar, Matt, have you you seen anything further about the the theft of that golden uh, tabernacle? Remember that story? I did see that there was, I think they upped the... uh amount of money they were they were offering as a reward but i haven't seen any news about it that's a heist yeah that was a total heist of a different of a different kind but um i don't know maybe we're entering back into like the the wild west like heist the territory it's it's interesting but um if you guys don't have anything else to add to this one uh, i think we raised some interesting points and uh it was a pleasure chatting about it with y'all and keep an eye on this one and we'll take a break and then be back with uh, one more piece of strange news Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you solve the world's biggest mysteries or take on alien life. At least not the ones you're thinking of. But they can help take care of pesky invaders in your home. Like the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, and the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know true crime, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. 
We have returned. And to round out our weekly strange news segment, uh, I'll be honest, I was it's a bit at an impasse. It's tough to choose just one story. It's tough to choose just three. Uh, but something did catch my eye. I want to introduce you guys to it and then open the door, fellow conspiracy realist, to a larger mission-critical conversation about reporting and narratives. Let me give you the headline first. Super Soldier fans, if you've been obsessed with DARPA's secret research for as long as I have, and Matt as well, uh, then you know there are mad scientists cooking up all kinds of crazy, amazing stuff. And uh, DARPA was definitely paying attention to this report that happened quite recently. Russia accuses Ukraine of growing mutant soldiers. Mutant soldiers, real-life super soldiers, similar to the Winter Soldiers, similar to uh, so many works of science fiction uh, that you are doubtlessly thinking of as you hear this. Um, There are multiple news sources about this, but they're all doing something a little bit sneaky, a little bit of a shell game, a little bit of three-card Monty, Uh, and then we'll tell you what it is in a second. But first, let's give you the Western sources, and then we'll talk about the primary source. So if you go over to Daily Beast, and I love some of the reporting Daily Beast does, uh, news editor Allison Quinn comes in hard and fast with, Russia says it's losing because Ukraine has experimental mutant troops created in secret bio labs. Uh, This was made, I I think, this Monday, uh, and it comes from two Russian lawmakers who are part of a commission to investigate what they're calling bio-laboratories in Ukraine. Careful with that translation. This is coming to us from Russian, and bio-laboratory could mean all sorts of things. It could be everything from uh, a top-secret facility experimenting with biological weaponry, right, like smallpox and stuff, or it could be one of those little places in your local strip mall that makes sure people don't piss dirty before they get hired for a job. Biolaboratory is an umbrella term. It means a lot of things in English, you know? So let's introduce you to Konstantin Kolshashev and Irina Yerovaya. That's the deputy speaker of Russia's Federation Council and the deputy chair of the state Duma, respectively. They believe, or they stated, that uh, they had found bombshell evidence from the investigation of their committee. And they claim to have uncovered, through analysis of the blood from Ukrainian prisoners of war, a range of diseases that suggested these soldiers had been experimented on for military purposes. That's a quotation. I guess they're pointing out military purposes so that no one thinks they were getting experimented on, like, for funsies. You know what I mean? There there were scientists in a lab saying, like, hold my beer. Um, One quote from Yerovaya stood out. I'd like to read it here. Quote, and we see the cruelty and barbarity with which the military personnel of Ukraine behave, the crimes that they commit against the civilian population, those monstrous crimes that they commit against prisoners of war, confirm that this system for the control and creation of a cruel murder machine was implemented under the management of the United States. Dun, dun, dun. Cruel murder machine. I like Mm -hmm. that. As as opposed to a whimsical murder machine. Right, right. Honestly, just seriously, this is my take. I think they've got a translated season of The Boys that they've been watching. (laughs) They're conflating Vought and... Compound V, or at least Temp V from this mm-hmm. latest season, spoilers. Um, and they're like, they put it all together and they're like, this is the thing that's happening. This is how we're justifying our committee. Yeah. Well, did that so, look like Jack Quaid? That looks a lot <laughs> like Jack Quaid. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is, so this is the thing. Western journalists are doing great work and it's very important. Uh, but this leads us to the 
other part of this conversation. So you go to the source where this was first reported, and it's a Russian media source, obviously. It's commerçant.ru, uh, and you can you can find translations of this from Russian to English. The story differs from what's getting reported uh, or headlined in the West, I should say. Uh, they do confirm, these co-chairs confirm, that blood tests of Ukrainian POWs uh, indicate that they were turned into the most cruel monsters via some sort of vague secret experiments. And part of what they said, what they've released so far, is that they not only found diseases in the blood of these soldiers, but they also found these diseases were not normal for folks living in Ukraine, living in that part of the world. And being Russian media, of course, it calls it the territory of Ukraine. Uh, and they said the content of the substances, the unusual stuff in their blood, was far higher than the normal expected amount, which led them to say experiments were made on them, meaning the soldiers, and they were carried out with extremely dangerous diseases, which under certain circumstances could be distributed for military purposes. Keep in mind, this is not like they don't have video of some Ukrainian POW sticking to walls, right? Or bending the iron bars of, of their cell or, you know, laser eyes. Why not? That's fun. Laser eyes. They don't have any of that. Uh, what they do have is this, this idea that there may be, what they're trying to ultimately do is imply that there's going to be biological or chemical warfare and they want NATO and or Ukraine to be blamed for this. You also see reports of banknotes allegedly infected with tuberculosis there in eastern Ukraine and the finding of what they're calling gas gangrene in a veterinary laboratory. And this also involves stuff like uh, high rates of hepatitis A and then traces of drugs which aren't aren't fully explained here. Um, they want to tie it to the U.S. military and the allegation that Uncle Sam launched a campaign to accuse Russia of allegedly carrying out some kind of biological attacks. So the message of this is a little mixed up, kind of like how Brotherhood of the Wolf could never decide what genre of film it wanted right. to be. There's, it's a great yeah, delight. It is a wonderful film. Go watch it now. A lot of people are calling it the new vibes. But the um, <laughs> I picked up the Donald Trump habit of just saying a lot of I people. Love it. Uh, so the, the thing here is um, there are multiple purposes that this statement seems to aim for. One, the allegation of uh, super soldiers or human experimentation. Two, the allegation that the U.S. is doing a frame-up job, right, to make it look like Russia is guilty of biological weapons. And three, the foreshadowing or the groundwork for, a, uh, for an accusation that it is U the U.S., Ukraine, and its Western allies who are actually using biological warfare. So that's mainly what they're saying. There, there are a couple, you know, there are a couple of different aims here, and they're not hyper focused on one. But the phrase "mutant super soldiers" in a post MCU society—that's clickable gold. You know what I mean? That's the value mm -hmm. they assign to that word. Uh, this, this is tricky though, and it's misleading because what is a mutant? A mutant is a life form that carries. A mutation, whether that mutation has occurred through the um, the weird Yahtzee game of evolution, or whether that mutation has occurred due to an environmental factor like exposure to radiation or purposeful tinkering by scientists who had a lot of coffee and just learned about CRISPR. You know what I mean? Like it, again, mutation can mean a lot of things, but the one thing it means is tinkering on a genetic level transformation on a genetic level. And that's not what, that does not appear to be what the Russian side is saying here. Great. Matt, I still, I still yeah. think they just got copies of hero gasm. Uh, <laughs> Did you read the books, Matt? Did you read the books? Uh, the six part series? Hero yeah. gasm. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, good. But, but watching 
love sausage like on the screen was a very different experience. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I was hearing you say love so watching love sausage just I'm sorry. does something to me. I don't know. I'm I'm glad he was in the in the adaptation, but man, the, the <laughs> series, which is kind of edgelordy, the this, the love yeah. sausage of the um, of the graphic novel series is more of a developed character. I just can't wait till he gets Homelander. I can't do his voice, but <laughs> I, lo- I just love all those characters. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I think I think they're I think whoever is putting out this information is just a little too excited about about Compound V. Well, the claims that these uh, Russian politicians are making, you don't need to add mutants into the mix. Mm-hmm. You can look at what they're saying, which is essentially biological warfare or performance enhancing yeah. drugs. And you could say, that's nuts already. That's pretty yeah. bonkers. And it's more plausible right now. It's way than, more plausible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Just a little, a little meth, a little Coke, a little something that you give the troops before they go out to mm-hmm. stimulate them up. I mean, we, we've definitely done it in the past, right? So that oh, sleep yeah. free pill that DARPA still won't give me. I know you guys listen to the show. Uh, but, there's, yeah. a, there's a there's an Oysterhead song called "Armies on Ecstasy." Mm. Apparently, I mean, you know, MDMA was initially established by the government for use in not necessarily in combat, but for like therapy and stuff. So the song is sort of a joke that said it's hard to kill the enemy on old MDMA. <laughs> there's also uh, one of our fellow listeners turned me on to a band called uh, the Viagra Boys, and they have this great song for any conspiracy fans called uh, "Creepy Crawlers." I think. Uh, check it out. Be aware that it's it's got to be satire, but it's it's a great listen. It's a great listen if that's your genre. Uh, and this is the conversation about the realistic danger we need to have here, which is that unless you do digging, right? Unless you practice your due diligence and hunt down some sources, primary sources, then you are placing a lot of trust in people that you have not met and maybe will never meet. And you're placing a lot of trust in their translation abilities as well. We talked about this a little bit in our upcoming book, Stuff They Don't Want You to Know. Translation presents an excellent opportunity to diminish the claims of someone speaking in another language. It also presents an enormous opportunity to muddle or alter those claims to make it sound more like the image you want your domestic audience to read. And that's what happens. Like, yeah, you could argue that I'm being a little nitpicky when I say, hey, technically not mutants, but I spent a lot of time thinking about this. And we know clearly the association people are going to make is not, it's not what the original source is saying. Now, on a high note, I want to say, it is absolutely time to do a full episode updated on the future of super soldiers. The time is now, gentlemen, uh, because right now, if we get in kind of on the ground or second to third floor of this, then we can we can make those terrible predictions that will end up becoming true. You know, uh, the exoskeleton is definitely going to happen, right? You're going to be you're going to be neurolinked, maybe to uh, a robot dog that's got a gun, you know? And you can just sort of call it with your mind. Uh, here's can you also here communicate point. psychically with the bees that are coming out of his mouth? Again, bee technology is not there yet. If and when it is, we've got to include Neuralink to the bees too. Think of all the damage you could do if you had individual access to each bee. Nano drones are a thing, uh, and to control them hive mind style is not uh, an impossible or, um, yeah, it's not an impossible thing for the future. Knowing world militaries, they would probably, if they were using a, a blend of organic and human made technology, they would probably go with something that could sting repeatedly without being a one and done like a honeybee. Mm. So they would probably go with wasps. You know, like wasps are psychopaths. You know what I mean? Wasps are one of the one of the animals that just kills to kill, right? It's not necessarily protecting anything. It's not like going for food. Uh, it is 
It is the equivalent of somebody walking by you on the other side of the street, seeing you and saying, hey, that guy, and then running at you, all gas, no brakes. And they stab, 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 stab. It's not just one stab and move on for safety's concern, for self-preservation. No, they will make a meal out of you. I am spreading anti-wasp propaganda, perhaps, but I fundamentally believe it to be true. I, I can't get behind this anti-wasp rhetoric, but uh, I hear what you're saying. I just, I can't fully get on board, guys. You're in that pocket of big wasp, Matt. This, uh, this strange news is over. No, seriously, it is over. Uh, we, 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 I love the idea of um, some of the things that we're just touching on that we're going to explore in future episodes. We want to hear your stories of heist. Uh, we want to know if your ring or your uh, home camera has ever done anything a little bit weird, right? Uh, a little bit black mirror. And we want to know, especially for our veterans of various militaries and armed services in the crowd today, want to know your thoughts on the so-called super soldier research. As Matt Knoll pointed out, it is not a secret that the United States has often experimented on soldiers, on prisoners, on the disadvantaged. I mean, methamphetamine or amphetamine speed of some sort have still been used for certain uh, long-haul uh, Navy and Air Force operations, I believe. They definitely were used in the past. So give us an inside scoop. Uh, do our best, as always, to preserve anonymity. If that's what you wish, uh, we try to be easy to find online. That's absolutely true. You can find us on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook uh, at the handle Conspiracy Stuff. Uh, check out our Facebook group on Conspiracy Stuff. It's called Here's Where It Gets Crazy. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Conspiracy Stuff Show or as human individuals, which we are. We're not superfied quite yet, but uh, I am exclusively on Instagram at How Now Noel Brown. Mr. Bolin, how about yourself? Well, uh, I don't usually do this on this show, uh, but. If you would like a peek behind the scenes at the research I'm doing, if you would like to be a part of some of my upcoming misadventures, which I cannot say too much about on air right now, uh, then go find me on Instagram in a burst of creativity. I'm calling myself at Ben Bolin, B-O-W-L-I-N. If you want to see me interact with uh, various other sources and colleagues in the field, as well as some of... Um, of our cohort in the world of podcasting, hit me up on Twitter where I'm at Ben Bullen HSW. Now, Matt, I believe yep. you are still Coke Bro 69. No, nope. on- no, nope. no, no, man. I, I'm Mouth Billy. And- <laughs> 1949. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm Billy and Huey forever uh, with right. the number four mm-hmm. at uh, its own Instagram. You, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. It's a picture of uh, Billy Butcher and, and Huey mm-hmm. embracing. I liked your Carl Urban accent too, man. I thought that was well done. Uh, if you don't sip the social meads, never fear. If you think it is another like positive feedback loop of bubbling algorithms and weird self-promotion, we totally get it. If you're about the straight poop, as they say in the Midwest, and you have a story to tell us, why not give us a phone call? Yes, call one eight three three stdwytk When you call in, please give yourself a cool nickname. Then you've got three minutes. Tell us anything you'd like. Please do include within that three minutes whether or not we can use your name and message on the air. If you've got more to say than can fit in that there voicemail, why not instead send us a good old-fashioned email? We are conspiracy at iheartradio.com. Stuff They Don't Want You to Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Dealing with pests can be a pain, but relax. Terminix can help. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. With over 95 years of experience, they have what it takes to take on any pest problem fast. If your home or business has pests, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. 